0: That's fine. We're here now.
1: We are here after like two months off.
0: Well, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's okay. We were busy.
0: It's true. Welcome back, listeners, to us having been gone from each other for like two months.
1: Yeah.
0: And you guys not having heard from us for a month as of episode three. (laughs)
1: Oops. (laughs) Oops. So should we introduce ourselves? Yes. I'm Chastity. And I'm Andrea.
0: And Morty is eating trash. Hold on. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is why am <laughs> I reading this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know, my dog Morty, who last episode kept on making sounds and interrupting us. So he's pretty much a regular on here. Yeah.
1: But we love him Aren't you he's a cute pug.
0: He is. He is a cute pug. He was, he, well, for, for you listeners, he will have been, but for us in the future, he will be. I'm planning on putting him on the Instagram so people can put a put a face to the loud noises in the last episode. Morty, stop.
1: Gosh, we might have to have, like, a pet day, especially given the book that we read. Oh. Uh yes, <laughs> pet day, pet day. <laughs> just the, the look of shock, just like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh,
0: that made me happy. <laughs> yes, it's like in a in a, in, a, in a dating role play game, Chastity will remember this.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, before we get into the book for today, oh, I yes. need you to show me the AI images that you were teasing me oh. with like two months ago. Oh. <laughs> I need them. Oh, you need them. them. Oh
0: listeners. Okay. So this will (laughs) definitely go on the Instagram for this episode. Listeners, I have been teasing Andrea with these pictures that you're now seeing like right away. Yeah. I've been teasing her with them for way too long. You poor thing. I'm so (laughs) sorry. Morty,
1: you're gonna fall off. Literally Ah. at the top of my notes, I have it starred on both sides. Ask for AI (laughs) images. Let me. Once your dog stops, like, me, climbing on your boots.
0: Can you stop? Go lay down. It's like,
1: no, mother, I
0: love you. Okay, so for an explanation, readers, uh, you know, the excitement of of AI bullshit came out recently, hey. and I was bored in my lab, not doing my job. Please, if my boss is listening to this, I always do my job, so please don't, um... Don't just disregard every single thing I said. (laughs) Um, And I decided to play with an AI machine that uh, made a little cute drawings of me and Andrea for why am I reading this? And so I'm going to show her these now. So literally, literally the prompt that I gave was like, I described both of us and then like would be like, one of us is shocked or one of us is fine and then like book has xyz coming out so this is my first one that oh i my really like it's got like
1: tentacles coming out.
0: look <laughs> yeah oh and, and God. like it, i i just think it's it 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 definitely slimmed both of us down oh by yeah. a lot which i i'm not a fan of
1: mm. but it's still cute yeah like, like we both have like round faces we do- we don't yeah. have the V line. Oh my God, I love this one. <laughs> this ah. one's one of my
0: favorites. Because <laughs> like, I think this one, it was um, uh, Andrea is Disgusted and Chastity is super into it. Yeah. And they took Disgusted in an entirely different yeah. idea.
1: But I like it. Because that <laughs> is totally funny? our energy and I love the clothes. The like pseudo Victorian, where like I'm in all of the like natural colors and you're in like bright. Oh my god, I love it.
0: It 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 describes us super fucking perfectly.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's picture two. Uh, I wonder if we'll have enough space on Instagram for all of these because there's a few. How many? So picture three.
1: That's cute. I like the way that they. It's like an anime.
0: Yeah, it's like an anime Disney like combination, yeah. and both of us are just like, "What the fuck?"
1: Yeah, but like you're so goth, <laughs> and I love it with the little like maid headbands. So cute. I I
0: even put I put like alternative punk, and it kept turning me into a gothic chick. So I guess it wants me to be goth really bad.
1: I mean, you would look very cute as a goth.
0: It's true. Oh, I was a goth way back when, oh, like in my school days. You.
1: Yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. was, too. In the before times. Ah. Hell yeah. Okay, so picture four. I think you may have shown me this one, because I remember the little, like, chibi version of you. is so cute. <laughs> Yours is so cute. Look at you. So You're just a little, little
0: housewife. housewife. <laughs> You're so tiny. Look at, look at your little apron. <laughs> I love it. Oh I love it Lord. so much.
1: So cute. And oh, my look, God, this picture,
0: <laughs> it has my brand. It is. It showed the future. Oh. It knew. Because I didn't have my piercing then.
1: Yeah, I
0: know. Holy shit. So picture five. <laughs> <laughs> we both
1: look so scared. <laughs> <laughs>
0: picture five. No, we don't look scared. We looked like cracked out of our minds.
1: <laughs> you kind of look like the tentacles have done something to you out of frame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're See, just kind of talk, like no what the
0: calling. fuck <laughs> exactly the this next one was another chibi oh my god i oh.
1: i look so like pacific islander it's so funny
0: you do you do like they they could not figure out how to do a non-white person for some fucking reason
1: that's okay i'm used to it but I'm you're cute it
0: anyway.
1: yeah that was adorable <laughs>
0: I love that there are like and I literally said. (laughs) Well, and I literally said like a Japanese Asian woman, and I had to put Japanese Asian because like for some reason it would get confused otherwise, and we'd get this.
1: That's alright. I mean, I used to look like Lilo, so
0: (laughs) there we go. That's adorable. I want to see you as tiny Lilo.
1: I can show you pictures of me when I was like four.
0: Please. I
1: was I looked so ethnic. <laughs> I was
0: like, oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Alright, and then this one Whoa. is one of my favorites because it has our boobs in it. <laughs>
1: I was like, damn, they gave me like your titties.
0: <laughs> and yeah. what is with
1: all the weird ghosts?
0: <laughs> the ghosts are coming out of the book. I don't I don't I guess.
1: know. They're haunting us.
0: I love it. This one I specifically said a Studio Ghibli.
1: Yes, I can totally see yeah. it. Yeah,
0: and I love uh-huh. it. Uh huh. You're you're super serving Sophie vibe. Sophie, yeah, Sophie yeah. vibes in this, yeah. and I'm fucking living for it.
1: <laughs> I love Sophie.
0: Right. I feel like yeah. I feel like she's up your alley. Yeah. And then there's this one.
1: <laughs> I love the look of horror on our faces. <laughs> and damn those eyelashes.
0: Though this right here, this is hentai Like they looking at some fucked up hentai I love how they always They make you look so innocent And cute and adorable And they turn me into a fucking bimbo No I
1: don't think you look like a bimbo Yes
0: I look like a bimbo No,
1: you look like somebody who pays a lot of attention To the aesthetic
0: (sighs) I look like a bimbo That's what a bimbo is
1: No (laughs) No A bimbo is somebody who pays attention to the aesthetic because there's nothing else going on in their head.
0: Mm, mm, okay, okay. You okay, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I have so much in my so head. Much. Oh, God. Dear God, so Kids, much. don't go to medical school.
1: <laughs> I love this one so much. <laughs> Isn't
0: it, This was one of the ones where I only put, I think I only put Japanese for you, and yeah. they put you in a fucking kimono. Yeah.
1: And I was like, humor. God,
0: it is cute, but I'm just like, God, God damn it! It's also folded over the
1: correct direction, so.
0: Oh, there we go. Okay.
1: I'm happy. I'm a happy girl.
0: Good. If if you're happy with it, then I'm happy.
1: Come oh, on, your little little space buns. I love them.
0: The space buns are very cute. I will admit, and the little the little like matching flower in your hair. Yeah. Masterpiece. piece. Oh, love it. I know. Actually, you know what's really funny? You're wearing a shirt right now that is the same shade yes. as this kimono.
1: You are absolutely right.
0: <laughs> I know my
1: beach. I know my yes, beach. You do. I like the natural colors. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I do not like my hair. But the face is. I do cute. not like it. Like our faces.
0: Okay, this one, this one, I really like this one because I think this face for you is really cute and close. But the rest of it?
1: That's a little much.
0: Is borderline racist.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: It is. Yeah. But
1: that's so okay. mm-hmm. Apparently, AI
0: is racist. So. Yeah, AI, yeah, let's see. Yeah. People
1: are racist.
0: Oh This one was an Archie cross-eyed? comic <laughs> style. You're <all> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, when I read books about octopus, I go cross-eyed, I guess.
1: At least your tongue isn't sticking out. <laughs> I hate that I'm stupid sorry. face. No, it's okay. Like <laughs> you you kind of did it was funny, but like mm-hmm, I hate that face. It looks so stupid to me.
0: And men love it. I don't know I why, don't know why. Don't- Like I'm like, 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 listeners This is gonna be a little TMI But like my husband when like He wants me to look sexy he's like do that face Do it and I'm just like Why Like I feel stupid And then yeah. I'll do it and just feel dumb And he's like yeah that's sexy And I'm like what is wrong with you <laughs>
1: I'm glad that Gio doesn't Want me to make faces he just wants to look at my
0: ass I should not mm, have He said is his an name. ass man. I am this one's cute because it makes you look like a little oh well, like both of us are like in little housewife outfits yeah. in a way. I don't yeah. know what happened know. with your
1: face though.
0: I'm cross eyed again.
1: <laughs> you are a little bit cross eyed again. But like it made your face uh-huh. so long.
0: Yeah. And the little beauty marks. And I don't cute, have a lot. Long... That's
1: not No.
0: I have a super light beauty mark. Do you? Yeah. But it's super duper light, like yeah, you can never one is, see like, it. Black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you have a schmutz there? on your face. Oh, <gasps> I don't know what this art style is, but I it's cute as fuck.
1: I don't know either. But the, the okay, I have a thing for like the little little bit of redness on the nose. It is so cute. It is so cute. Oh my god! And even the little like octopus on on the front and the back cover is adorable.
0: It's got cat mouth. It
1: does. <laughs>
0: Ooh. it's so cute
1: now I'm kind of sad that you don't actually have enough hair to do this hairstyle anymore, anymore. so you cut it all yeah. off yeah but
0: I'll have to do it again with the new the new look
1: oh
0: yeah. oh uh, yeah yes listener um ever since I've done this I have since uh super cut off my hair to you know that stereotypical lesbian haircut yeah, that's that's me. And I can say that since I am gay as hell. But chastity, you're married to a man. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody cares.
1: That's <laughs> your opinion. It's Have
0: that. you ever noticed how many people in our generation are gay but married <laughs> heterosexuals? Yes.
1: yes. And here's the thing is that especially with with the the, the femme types, because I know you're envy, but the, the yeah. more femme types, we like uh-huh. man. Singular. Man. man. We like women. Man. Women are fabulous, but women. we like man. And usually it is the mm. Golden Retriever Energy Gamer Boy. Oh, it is.
0: And yeah, that is what
1: and we have. And that's our husbands. Oh, yeah.
0: Big yeah, time. through and through. Big time. Yeah, big time, like huge time. We've already established in this podcast that they are each other, but once again.
1: <laughs> and we are each other.
0: Oh, right. Oh, my God. You know, the printer machine, like, just accidentally got copied instead, so.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm that weird, like, washed-out Xerox of you. I'm not really I was going to say colorful. I'm
0: the washed-out one.
1: No, I'm not yeah, really but I, as colorful.
0: But I'm literally the white one.
1: That doesn't matter. <laughs> You're the more exciting of the two of us.
0: I don't agree. You literally sing opera.
1: That's just a weird thing. I
0: just do weird things. That is that is interesting. How dare you? Do not make do not talk down to my friend like that. <laughs> Be nice to my friend. I love you so much. <laughs> I am oh just gosh. saying. I guess. <laughs> All right. Oh, there is still more. Holy what crap! how many of these did I hair? make? I have no idea.
1: That's, that's really weird. They've gotten into your head.
0: Literally, I was, like, using things like like tentacles coming out of book or scary uh-huh. book or scary monsters mm-hmm. coming out of book, and it put tentacles uh, in my I, I hair. I don't know. And
1: I, I, yeah. It's silly, but I do like the album. And then there's a 3D one. It almost <laughs> looks like claymation. It's so cute. Aww.
0: It's pretty cute. It's,
1: I, I still think it's, a little
0: problematic with how it portrayed you, but
1: okay. yeah. How else are they gonna yeah. know I'm Japanese, Chastity?
0: <laughs> how, how they how will else? never know you're Japanese if you're not in a kimono.
1: Everybody thinks I'm Pacific Islander or something, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> and then, and then they'll meet your dad, and he is like
1: so Japanese. Oh my god, he's
0: like the stereotypical Japanese man, and I love him so much.
1: This <laughs> little old Japanese man.
0: He's so precious. Oh, <laughs> what a lovely human. <laughs> All right, so then there's this one that, like, just made us both look like we're in some sort of sci-fi. Like, we're in a spaceship currently putting on a show. Something. That's the vibe I got from this one. Yeah. And then there's this cutie. Oh, my God. I love yeah. The way that the, that I did, love this one.
1: You're, your, like whole
0: being like both of us. We're so cute. Oh my God. Yeah. Both of us are so cute in this one. I see. I finally feel like this one was okay with your hair.
1: Yeah. It, it wasn't like putting chopsticks in my hair and like, yeah. Yeah. But you look and like giving
0: hefty. it that, that poof. Oh, that's that word that people use when they don't want to offend me and call me autistic. Huh? <laughs> Oh, you mean nifty, nifty the character. Yes!
1: Oh my god, no! <laughs> I'm not my... <laughs> I, mean, boy, I thought you... the angel stabbing baby from Hasbin Hotel. Yes! Oh.
0: <laughs> I thought you were using the... <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I
1: know what you mean. I
0: <laughs> I didn't
1: even I mean do that, kind I feel like the like bad green. friend. God.
0: Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Should we should we get to the book? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Alright, okay, so first off, let's go to the cover. Yes.
1: Well, what what did we um, read? We didn't say anything. Oh my god, we needed <laughs> we needed to use the book. Alright, so for this week's episode. We read *Hollow Kingdom* by Kira Jane Buxton.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's judge this book by its cover.
0: Okay. Um, so I, it was a—it's a very simplified book cover, but it perfectly encaptures what this book is about.
1: Yeah, I would say so.
0: Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's—it's it's mainly um, black, green, and white. And, um, you have a green, you have a green crow, uh, silhouette over the Seattle skyline. Um, and there's like all of the text is in white. You have some like vines and berries along the edges and a dog silhouette at the bottom, which I actually did not recognize until a little bit after I first looked at it. Cause so I was like, Oh, there's a oh, dog gotcha. down there. I was so like, preoccupied <laughs> with the crow. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the crow is all-encompassing, because yeah. it's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then right at the bottom, there's a bloodhound. Yeah, he's so cute. We love him. He's you. such a baby. Poo. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, what were your expectations looking at that cover?
0: So, I had heard of this book before seeing the cover. Um, another podcast that I listened to, uh, an incredibly popular one called my favorite murder, oh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, Georgia had read it and she described it like she just described it for the tin on the, the, what's that saying? The tin on the cover, the,
1: Oh, it's what it says on the tin
0: what it says on the tin. She described this, the book as what it says on the tin. So the okay. second I looked at the cover, I was like, oh, okay, there's the dog. Oh, okay, there's the crow.
1: Okay, yeah. Because when I was when I got into this, I had no mm-hmm. idea what I was looking at. I was just like, there's a crow, and there's vines, and it's green, and this isn't giving me very much. <laughs> there's animals mm-hmm. involved, that's it. So, just animals. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, getting into the actual story, I was like, oh, oh, like pleasantly, but hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, a difficult sh- elevator pitch.
0: Yeah, it, it's an interesting elevator pitch. It's just something that's not really been thought of before. Yeah. Um, would you like to read the spoiler free synopsis uh, or I, do you want me to? Oh,
1: let's, let's have you do it. Cause I don't actually have the spoiler free synopsis up. Oh,
0: okay, I have it. <clears throat> it's this is the spoiler-free synopsis, and if it accidentally gives spoilers, blame Amazon. So, ST, a domesticated crow, is a bird of simple pleasures, hanging out with his owner Big Jim, trading insults with Seattle's wild crows, in other words, those idiots, and enjoying the finest food humankind has to offer. Cheetos trademarked. Yes. Really quick. Through the entire book, it will always trademark the word Cheetos, and I always laughed every time I saw it. Yes. It was very cute. It was. Anyway. But when Big Jim's eyeball falls out of his head, ST starts to think something's not quite right. His tried and true remedies from beak-delivered beer to the slobbering affection of Big Jim's loyal but dim-witted dog, Dennis, fail to cure Big Jim's debilitating malady. (laughs) St is left with no choice but to abandon his old life and venture out into the wild and frightening new world with his trusty steed, Dennis, where he suddenly discovers that the neighbors are devouring one another. Local wildlife is abuzz with rumors of Seattle's dangerous new predators. Humanity's extinction has seemingly arrived, and the only one determined to save it is a cowardly crow whose only knowledge of the world comes from TV. What could possibly go wrong?
1: I think that that says it all pretty well. That's a good synopsis. It is
0: a. It is a very good synopsis. Oh, there's a sequel, and I don't want there to be a sequel.
1: You don't? I didn't feel like. No. I didn't feel like the tale was done. But anyway, yeah. Oh. I'm excited.
0: All right, so I I just saw it right at the bottom. So. I'm
1: excited.
0: All right, so you want to get to the spoilers of it all? Yeah,
1: let's do it. Oh. Oh, this book? Oh, this book. So first of all, we need to tell them what ST stands for. Yes! This crow's name, I kid you not, is Shit-Turd. Shit-Turd. It ST was, for short. Yeah, for me, that was a little bit jarring at first. I was like, your name is what? And then- Shit-Turd. Yeah, and then like, as you go along, it starts to just feel normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which was such a weird, like, thought change. But yeah. Well, so. <laughs> when you think about it,
0: people name their animals weird ass shit. So when you, like, first hear the name, you're like, you named your bird what now? Yeah. And then, yeah, like, a few months later, you're
1: like, come here, shit turd, come here. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, shit turd is our our primary narrator. There are a couple of different ones that pop in every once in a while, but he's the yes. primary.
0: And Yeah, um, the the beauty the beautiful thing of this book was it's a novel with short stories added to it.
1: Yeah. That's a fair so point. So it would
0: randomly have Yeah, it would randomly have short stories from the same world in other people's Point of view, and I've written down a few because some of them made me laugh out loud. Oh my
1: god, yes, some of them make you laugh, and some of them just make you go, Oh my god, yes, because like, yes, props to Miss Buxton here for really thinking through what would happen to domestic animals if something like this were to happen,
0: yes, where people are and wild animals,
1: well, yeah, wild animals too. But, you know, because we're seeing it primarily from the point of view of the domestic animals and their troubles yeah. as things are going forward, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And how honestly well, horrifying it would be even for the animals.
0: Yeah. Well, and then, like, because I say wild animals, because the ones that made me go, whoa, were the short stories of the polar bears. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah, that one made me be like, whoa. And then, like, at the very end of the... So, so listeners, the sh- there's a few short stories make comebacks by the end. And one is about a polar bear who thinks he's the last polar bear ever. And he thinks his son is dead. And it's heart-wrenching. But then at the very, very end, he suddenly finds his son and he realizes he's not the last polar bear. And it just makes you think, like, wow, us killing the world would affect everything
1: well and also i mean even extinction now how horrible that must be you know for for any animals who might actually be aware that they're one of the last like that's horrible.
0: oh yes yes yeah. that i can't even imagine yeah like incapable
1: yeah it's pretty terrifying
0: yeah. So and just
1: the way that that this author handles all of that from the point of view of animals is so insightful. And I really, really appreciated yes. that throughout the entire book.
0: She's very good about thinking about how these animals will think. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got to have some sort of history in sociology or linguistics something. or something. Yeah. Because it's spectacularly mm-hmm. written. That when you're reading it, you go, of course XYZ Animal would think this way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So...
0: So, yes. Most of the book follows Shit Turd and uh, his his poochy, bestie, <laughs> Dennis.
1: Who is one of the only animals in the book who does not talk.
0: <laughs> which I involved. To, to the point... Shit turd thinks dogs don't talk.
1: Yeah, because Dennis is the only dog that he's really come across.
0: Yep. And then when they finally meet another dog and that dog talks, he's literally like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's very, very interesting. Also,
0: Also, another point that I have to say at the very beginning is through this entire book, when it's in shit turds point of view, he never says humans. He never says humans are coming to an end. He always says mofos. And I don't mean like he says motherfuckers. He literally says mofos. Because his owner, Big Jim, always called people mofos. Yeah. Which was
1: so cute. And that's the... Yeah, it's the
0: cutest, because think about it. Your pets, their opinion of the world will be based off
1: of what you give them. Yeah. So they're mofos. (laughs) Yeah, and especially a, a a Corvid, which they're such you intelligent know? birds.
0: They are. You
1: know, so yeah. No it was so cute. <laughs> was and he sweet.
0: has like the like the small doesn't it mention Cheetos in the blurb I just read? Yes. Yes. And this this bird is also incredibly obsessed with Cheetos, which, bro, same.
1: Like. <laughs> same, but also <laughs> don't give your pet birds Cheetos.
0: <laughs> yeah well, well everyone bet it's fine.
1: It's fine. <laughs>
0: it's fine.
1: Yeah, so once once people start turning into zombies, ST and Dennis kind of go out into the world trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And yeah, first they're they're just trying to seek answers and then they realize that there are a ton of domestic animals who are trapped. They're trapped in Mm -hmm. their homes, some of them with their owners, who are now crazy zombies.
0: And eating them. And eating them. And it takes a conversation with a very wise octopus for them to realize that. And that scene is unsettling. It really is. Like, Octopi are my second favorite animal. I love them. But, like, you're seeing it through ST's eyes and he is sitting there like this thing like he doesn't flat out say this thing can do whatever it wants to me but you can tell by his yeah he just about says it but like he doesn't outwardly say it you can tell he's thinking it yeah and uh it's it's just such an unsettling scene
1: yeah and it's really interesting the way that this book is written because there's this constant thrum of dread
0: and terror
1: but at the same time because of the way that st is there's also a lot of levity
0: there is
1: so it's a really good balance even in these really tense moments where he just kind of goes well fuck that and you're like (laughs) literally yeah seriously yeah he will
0: actually be like "Eh, fuck it and just go off his way
1: yeah and you know there, there's a lot of just kind of, there's a really good balance throughout, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I
0: book would, does a good job of, like, making sh- st. I always want to just call him shit turd. I mean, you can. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I will, because I love saying his name. But the book does a really good job of making shit turd. An incredibly reliable narrator, but still in his own narration because he has such a specific way of talking because he was raised by a very shrewd man, like the kind of guy that yells at the barista for five minutes until the manager has to tell him to leave. And I'm using that example because it's actually used to describe his owner in the book. So this guy is a shrewd, like, piece of shit, and so shit turds, like, language is very shitty. Yeah. But it's still relatable. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And the other part of it is that he regularly references the TV shows that he would watch. And that mm-hmm. he actually has shows that he likes to watch that Big Jim did not. So he would wait until Big because Jim. Because he he'd fall asleep. asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is good because you're also you're getting a little bit of outside influence, but it's all through a screen. Yeah. Which you could say for a lot of people as well.
0: Oh yeah. Yes.
1: And this this whole thing. Even though it's all about, like, this apocalyptic, you know, people have turned into zombies, and this is all from the point of view of these animals, you can really, you could put most of this story from the point of view of a human, and it was still well, all be Well, he thinks absolutely he's
0: half-human.
1: That's true. He he doesn't consider yeah. himself an animal.
0: He doesn't consider himself a crow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least not at first. He thinks of himself as a mofo.
1: Yeah. Which I love so cute.
0: Yeah, so I definitely agree. It could be taken from the point of view of like a surviving human. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, so he meets this like you had said, he meets the octopus and he realizes he has to go save the other domestics. Yeah. And it follows into there and yeah. that I legitimately cried three times reading this book. Aww. Legitimate like, not like, oh, I cried. No, I actually like this book got my feelings at physical, real tears. And the first time was... So eventually, they, they the first domestic they save is a Pomeranian. And listeners, if you remember from last episode, or was it the episode before? One of the last two episodes, uh, I share that my fursona is a Pomeranian. And I loved, was it Biscuit? Was that her name? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. So they save Cinnamon, the Pomeranian. So cute. And and Cinnamon hangs out with them for a while Mm -hmm. and is helping them save people and starts getting Dennis the Bloodhound out of his shell. And she gets out of her shell because she's clearly got PTSD. Oh, yeah. And then she gets eaten and attacked by an animal that has fucking um, animal AIDS. What's it called?
1: <laughs> Rabies.
0: Rabies. <laughs> animal. I, I couldn't sure that's it. not what AIDS does to you. <laughs> hey, you understood what I meant. <laughs>
1: Words are
0: hard. Oh
1: God! But yeah, I'm on a fucking
0: podcast and I can't think of words. (laughs)
1: It's okay. What's English? (laughs) Kind of. Oh my God! But yeah. Um. Oh my God! What was the name of the poodle? Oh! 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 This is what happens when we. The poodle is great. Oh my god. The poodle was fantastic. First of all, she always speaks in third person. But I, I loved.
0: <laughs> oh, I have a few quotes of hers. Oh,
1: yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, I loved that the, the way that, that she spoke. She says she has a lot of weight. And not W E I G H T, but W A I T. She has to wait. She has to, mm-hmm. and she has I to just, wait. I thought that, like, I have a lot of weight. Was such a, like, such a cute way of of describing that, because I'm so It was certain, so cute. I am absolutely certain that my dogs are like that. They're like, okay, mom wants me to have more weight.
0: More weight. <laughs> I just wait. I will not have more weight. Yeah, exactly.
1: And it was just, it was so very telling mm-hmm. of her personality. It was so cute.
0: So this poodle we're talking about is from one of the many short stories that we he- had in this book, that was from the point of view of other characters, yeah. and this poodle thinks the world of herself. Oh yeah, she thinks she thinks her shit doesn't stink. She thinks that she is it. Like yeah. bam, no, I uh, I laughed out loud during her part because she was describing a few of her friends, and she had a pug friend. Yes. Named Spark Pug.
1: Which, oh my god, that name.
0: And one of her quotes. (laughs) One of her (laughs) quotes. Let's see if I can even read it. (laughs) Because I I don't know if I can. (laughs) (laughs) Spark Pug squeezed himself. (laughs) I'm sorry. I own two pugs, so it's it's so funny. funny and relatable. Spark Pug squeezed himself through the small flap with bulging eyeballs and a fart you might expect from a Clydesdale. I totally forgot about that! But yes,
1: that, that is Pugs.
0: You pet them too hard, their eyes bulge out, and then when they fart, yes, it is like a Clydesdale. Clydesdale.
1: Especially
0: because Morty has the one buggy <laughs> eye. <laughs> Morty. Morty uh, the, the funny thing of Morty, listeners, is uh, he's blind in one eye. And every single time I ask people, hey, which eye do you think he's blind in? Everyone goes to the super bugged out eyeball that looks like it's about to pop out of his head. And I always laugh and say, "Nope, <laughs> that's his fine eye. that's the one
1: that's normal.
0: That's the one he sees at him.
1: All the better to see
0: you with, mother. And he also he also walks crooked. Yeah, I'm talking about you. He just looked up at me like, bitch. He also rock walks crooked because he has to lead with his one big bug eye. So he walks at an angle. I never noticed that. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh pugs! I, I, every time they mentioned a pug in this book, I just chuckled mm-hmm. because it was always accurate. Yeah. The other yeah. the other thing that this poodle said that made me laugh was, uh, she didn't refer to outside as like the outside or like the other world or all of this like very deep terminology other animals use for the great wild. She called it the big potty world. Yes. <laughs> Um, the
1: big potty world. You know? When you can pee wherever you want, it's the It's potty true. World. It is the pot it's the big potty world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But anyways.
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, um, on to on to so yeah, so Cinnamon gets murdered. <laughs> fuck we really went from like i actually cried because cinnamon gets murdered by an animal with rabies To by the way there's this poodle yeah sorry that was my fault (laughs) (laughs) no it's totally fine
1: anyway so So, by by rescuing some of these domestics um and they, they actually in order to rescue the domestics they they need to use some of these zombified humans and um we find out that it ha- their, their transformation has something to do with the fact that they are addicted to screens. Which, I feel like that metaphor was a little on the nose, but... A little! It makes a sense. A little.
0: It is a little on the nose.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a metaphor for, for tech addiction. Okay, I get it.
0: <laughs> I get it. So we're turning into zombies. Oh, no. So,
1: uh-huh. yeah, but the, the animals are able to use that to get the, the humans to slam through a window so that they can get out or, you know, whatever the case is. Um, so they you you have these creatures who are trying to figure out how can I turn this on without opposable thumbs or what animals have opposable thumbs who can actually get in.
0: And it's very, very creative. It is. It's so creative.
1: Yeah.
0: And that, in turn, sends them on a wild goose chase for yeah. the one that opens. Mm-hmm. And the search for the one that opens, like, that one had me going. Yeah. I, I believed Shit turned when he was like, oh, it was a red fucking herring. There was no the one that opens. Yeah. And then I had to reread the paragraph when the one that opens finally showed back up, because I'm yeah. like, are you fucking serious? Yeah.
1: No, and I, I did appreciate the fact that they had to go on this huge journey to seek out a primate. Because mm-hmm. everybody else is like, well, fuck. <laughs> we don't know what to do.
0: They don't got thumbs. Yeah. yeah.
1: Opposable thumbs, man. They're up. great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they they were, are able to free quite a few domestics um, with many dangers in between time, because like the zoo animals mm-hmm. have gotten out, so that's quite dangerous. And uh,
0: and due to that, yeah. Due to that, shit turd gets hit by a tiger, mm-hmm. so he can't fly anymore.
1: Yeah, so that and just then makes it, it feel a,
0: even more like an outsider. Yeah, it, it then starts delving into a story of inadequacy within yourself mm-hmm. and then finding worth within yourself even with those inadequacies. Yes. It's a very beautifully written book. And it also becomes a story of found family because oh. at first, in the beginning of the story, uh... Shit, turd is literally like Dennis. You fucking baboon. Like you fucking buffoon. You fucking moron. You da 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 da. But then, like by this point in the story, he's already like my best friend, Dennis. Yeah. Like, and yeah. and it is a gradual grow that is so heartfelt to experience. Yeah,
1: yeah it's it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the whole found family situation goes, I I really liked that. Which that makes it even more heart-wrenching when Dennis dies.
0: That was the second time I cried. Yeah. Some books will just be like and then this person died and then they like go on. You can tell a writer really understands emotion mm-hmm. when they're describing a death through someone else's eyes, not the diee, but the the watch the person watching the dying and you can feel the witness's soul crumple. Yeah. Because that's what you experience through Shit Turds Eye. You feel him lose the only other person he loves most and you feel it with him. Yeah. And in that scene, I cried so hard I had to put the book down. Aww. Because I I was just like, I oh my god, this poor bird.
1: Yeah. And and that's the other thing is that I don't know about you, I had to keep reminding myself like all this emotion is coming from a bird. Mm-hmm. And
0: Which is amazing.
1: Ah yeah. And like I think that the the choice to have a domestic crow as your primary narrator was so amazing. It
0: is. Like it's it's so different. And she did such a good job of it. Mm-hmm. So good.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the thing,
0: here's the thing too. All of the animals, every single animal had a different method of speaking. Like it it's like it's like you go it It's like you go to a different country and their syntax is different than yours. Yeah. And, but with this it's like you talk to like the crows and they talk kind of normal and then you talk to like like, like the poodle, and the poodle is like, "That's not outside. That's the great, big potty world, like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and um, also running into um the parrot,
0: I loved the parrot, oh, my the God, parrot was great. The parrot. He
1: was, so he was good. great.
0: <laughs> he was so good, um yeah, i I do love how they also how they handled that all of these animals are sentient, but still the circle of life happens. Yes. So, and I, and like one of the best ways that they described it was when shit turd had to eat a worm. Um, Can I read this excerpt? Yes, please. Please do. Oh, it, it had me rolling laughing. It said, an earthworm rose from the soil, dramatically postulating about the great change and how she will show no mercy as she takes back what is hers and that it is time. The inevitable hostile takeover, her
1: relentless hands!
0: And I ate him. <laughs> Just like bang, bang. this. <laughs> and I hate him. Like, this worm is literally the guy on the corner with the sign that the end is nigh, and shit turns on like, ow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And also, can we talk for a moment about Aura?
0: Aura and Echo and, and the third one. Oh,
1: crap.
0: The plants one.
1: I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, so, essentially, Echo and Aura and all these things are the, sort of, they describe it as, like, the internet for animals. But instead of being able to, like, search for something in particular, it's sort of like a game of telephone, where there's this constant thrum of information being put out and put in. And you can kind of, instead of, like, Googling something, you can, like, tell your neighborhood Robin and be like, hey, I'm looking for so-and-so. Who has the answer? And then they will repeat it, and it will go, and then eventually it will come back. Yes. And I, I love describing a... it
0: as telephone.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so interesting. And mm-hmm. that's how shit turd gets a lot of his information that he doesn't know himself
0: yeah like a lot of that made it I don't want to say it's truth but it makes sense yeah because you always hear birds like you know cawing or tweeting or everything at each other and it's like okay y'all are chatting with each other what the fuck y'all saying Yeah, are you you taking over the government because birds aren't real is that what you're doing because birds ain't real (laughs) They with the bourgeoisie.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> but and I also thought it was very interesting that at the beginning shitter mentions that he had never kind of tuned in to mm-hmm. Aura. So in a way, it's it's almost like it, it's a cross between telephone and like a two-way radio. <gasps> yeah. Where you like you have to tune the channels to like hear the correct thing. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating. So fascinating. This constant mumble of everything, and over time, he gets more and more in tune with it, and he uses it more efficiently. And yeah, it it was good. It was
0: it was great, and they have a version called of this in the water, and it's called Mm -hmm. Echo. And then there's the same version of this for the trees, because the trees, if you listen well enough, can talk. And it was really cool because the way they explained trees was like, what is it? It was like, their idea of time is different from that of other beings. Their philosophy is to exist in a steady and deliberate manner, slow as sap, as the spreading of roots. They don't rush anything. And like, so they literally talk among their roots. Like, they're very treants.
1: I was just going to say that it it reads very Tolkien-ent. And it, uh-huh. it makes me happy.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I loved that. Yeah.
1: And it So yeah, it, so oh it's kind of odd too, sorry, because we we go through, you know, searching for all these different beings, and after a while it's almost like there it's an adventure, but it's hard to like boil down what the story is after a certain point because it's just these little like vignettes almost that are kind of loosely connected and it's like okay so we're going this way um mm-hmm. but like I couldn't tell you exactly where we end up it, it's very strange but it's such a good read
0: it is a very good read no, well, I mean, like after Dennis dies, for like, I mean, I'm, we can kind of say where it ends up. It does. Yeah. It does end on a new beginning. It does. But, like so, Dennis. Dennis does eventually die, and he dies because of his own instincts of chasing, the mailman. Yeah. And all of the animals give proper, like, due diligence to Dennis. Um, And it's a beautiful scene that'll make you cry your eyes out. If you don't cry over this scene, you don't have a soul. Like, it is gorgeous, beautiful. And they just kind of take his, like, idea, his and shit turds idea of, like, saving people and really go with it. And, um, and from there, they, uh, they have to, like, fight another, like, they have to fight what the zombies are eventually becoming and they become these awful monsters. Well, have you did you notice cuz like you had said earlier this is actually symbolism for we're addicted to the internet. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that they were becoming spider like? I did. Mhm. So webs. Cuz they're in the web. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to like fight all of these awful monsters and since shit turd has lost everything, he needs to learn his newfound family, which are these crows that he resented for his entire life. Um, But he eventually saves these so many different people and finds his own family. And, and then the book ends in, once again, my third time crying. There it is, is the very last page in the very last excerpt of... God, half of me doesn't even want to, like, share it with listeners. Yeah. I want them to experience it because this last page is, I, I read it to my husband even though he had no idea what any of the context was. And I was tearing up again reading it to him. And, of course, you know, he's a man, so he's like, okay. but But, like, it's, beautiful. So, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to say what happens at the very very end. Yeah. But it's just this gorgeous well-written yeah. emotional experience.
1: Yeah. It it really did tie up the the ends. You felt like everything kind of came together, but as we discovered earlier, there is a sequel. And I feel like there was absolutely room for more.
0: See, I disagree because I was so emotionally affected by the ending that I was like, that was a beautiful ending because technically it's a beginning. The ending is a beginning, but I like those kinds of endings. And I don't think sometimes they just don't need to be furthered. Mm -hmm. We don't need a Boruto to Naruto. We don't need, like... (laughs) Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, like, and so I I love it as a standalone. Am I going to read the second one? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 100%.
1: Yeah, and one thing I will also say about that ending is that the descriptions of... The, the visual with the emotional really, really mesh beautifully. And and applause to Miss Kira Jane Buxton for that, because yes. at the beginning, things are very, they feel very grimy, because it's mm-hmm. just very kind of meh. This is just, this is what it is. And by the end of it, you really do, it almost feels like you're watching the sunrise. Like, yes this gorgeous, just like... Ah.
0: I'm getting goosebumps to you saying that, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just, it's, it's just, it's very well written. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> so that is I our feel- spoilers with actually a spoiler left out. Yes. Yeah, yeah so, explanation. Well,
1: so I guess that means we already know the answer. Should people read this? Yes.
0: Yes. yes. 100%. I will be upset this is if not, you don't. <laughs> I will be. Yeah. Like, and this isn't one of those, oh, this is weird. Like, it was weird because of what it is, but it's beautifully yeah. written.
1: Well, it's like we were saying earlier, it's a weird elevator pitch.
0: hmm Because
1: honestly, if I were going to boil this down, I would be like... So there's this domestic crow, and people are turning into zombies, and like, you what? got a pet bloodhound. Yeah, you know it. It's very weird when you're just looking at it at, at the surface level, but once you start yep. to get into it, you you understand why mm-hmm. it's such a good book, and like it does start a little bit slow.
0: It does. Oh, it starts slow. Yeah, but you have to. Be it starts with real the setup. slow. Once you get to Cinnamon Onward, it's boom, 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 oh, yeah. boom, 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 boom,
1: boom, Mm-hmm. hmm yeah. So, yeah, what would you rate this?
0: Ten. <laughs> Ten. I, it made me cry three times.
1: Yeah. yeah. Ten. I had put it at, like, a nine to nine and a half just to give myself a little headroom, but I would absolutely reread this book
0: absolutely
1: love it like I have a pdf version I may purchase a physical copy
0: (laughs) I yeah I think I'm going to
1: Mm -hmm. yeah because I I want to to contribute to this author's livelihood please continue writing yes because you're amazing please
0: yeah oh so good so good Um, with with that, that. I do have, I do have two other things that I think we should read out loud. We'll all read out loud that I think are just lovely lines from this book. Mm -hmm. At one point, uh, shit turd is talking about both cinnamon and Dennis about how depressed they both are. And, (laughs) uh, he's like commenting how they don't have time for them to be depressed and this was just fucking funny. And you can tell this this bird watches late-night television because he goes, We certainly couldn't have two dogs in the throes of depression. These were Cymbalta-less times for shit steaks. Oh
1: my God, you I'm know totally what Cymbalta is? is oh right for you. <laughs> exactly. Oh
0: and then... <laughs> And then when they found Cinnamon and they, like, just saw her inside, like, withering away, uh, his commentary was, the mofos wouldn't have stood for her imprisonment and suffering. They would have called the ASPA or or NASA or AARP.
1: (laughs) He's just throwing out all the acronyms. He is. (laughs) Which shows
0: the intelligence is there. It's just... It's, it's, he's still not
1: human. Yeah, it's it's still very much an animal level, which was just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, yes. Excellent, perfect.
0: He's so, so perfect, so perfect. Yeah. Please, please, Kira Jane Buxton, please keep writing. I love yes. your work.
1: Even if it's not in this particular universe, I don't care. Just write. I will yeah, please whatever. A whatever.
0: All right, so... We would love to hear what you guys think. Let us know on our socials, our Facebook and our Insta, what you guys think of this book or what you thought of what we said about this book.
1: When you read it, not if.
0: Yeah, when, because (laughs) there's no if, there's when. This book is beautiful.
1: You must read this.
0: And on that note, we should plug said
1: socials. y'all. So yeah, as you said... We are on the Facebook and the Instagram under Why Am I Reading This Podcast.
0: So go ahead and find us there and see the kind of things that we posted. For example, with this episode, we are going to be posting the AI photos. Yes. um, So excited. As well. I know. I am too. As well as the cover of this book. So you guys should check it out.
1: And maybe 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 we'll have an animal day.
0: We need to have an animal day because... So I have two dogs. Andrea has three dogs, and I'm obsessed with one of them. Yes. Yes. She sits, (laughs) listeners, listeners, this dog is so small. She sits on my boobs. I'm not kidding. Like, and I don't even have to lean back. Like, I just walk around their house, and this dog sits on my boobs. I love her. I, was so I love proud her, of her so much.
1: She she went to the vet for a checkup today and she weighed in at six pounds.
0: Oh, what a she baby! She gained about half a pound back. I was gonna say she gained a pound. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much for listening to why am I reading this? And uh, we we'll, hope
0: you enjoyed.
1: And uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks for another book.
0: The yes, next week. Why am I reading this? <laughs>
1: Why am I reading this? And the next one's kind of a doozy.
0: It is motherfucking
1: sharks. Gosh, yeah. Sharks! Yeah. All right, guys. Bye bye.